0: Chapter 1, a continuing journey. I would like for our church to be a church that's... uh, We have a purpose. We we know what our purpose is. Some churches lose their purpose. Uh, You lose sight of uh, what it's all about. Uh, They can get involved and just... Some, in other words uh well let's let's fix up our church but uh that's good there's nothing wrong with fixing up your church let's make the uh let's do some do some things in here uh somebody mentioned about the if we ever get the opportunity to remodel the sanctuary and said well we we need to add some windows add some windows i i like that I, that's, that's fine those are good stuff i I like light. Matter of fact, Karen walks through the house and she... I walk through the house flipping lights on. Most of our lights are fluorescent lights, so they don't burn a whole lot of electricity. But she walks through the house. Who left all these lights on? Then I quote to her a verse out of the Bible says, Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. And uh so, I, Michael, that does not apply to me. Okay, And I uh, said, <clears throat> but anyway... But you can get caught up. What is the purpose of our church? Nothing wrong with projects and putting on a steeple. We don't have a steeple. We could add a steeple. You know, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Uh, we could uh, do something. So Jimmy's sick. Ben on the flower bed out there. That's good. Got some knockouts planted. And Jimmy was, he was hurting. Something was going on with him. I forget. And uh, so Ben got to it. Put that. But those are good projects, you know, and it really adds to the... But that's not our purpose, is it? Nothing wrong with those things. But again, what what is my purpose for talking about all this? Because I want to know what is our church's purpose. I want to know what, what are we doing here. Acts 1 is a church that was following orders. Acts 1 is a church that was saying the last thing Jesus said before he left was for us to wait. And that's what Dr. Luke, who wrote the book of Acts, kind of goes through. So I want to ask you tonight, what is our, our purpose? Well, our purpose was displayed this morning, right up here, and these two young men getting baptized and following the Lord. That's our purpose, people hearing the gospel. How can we put the gospel out in the community? And so... Also, another thing is, is that uh, if you get, again, nothing wrong with, I'm, I want our church to look good. I want our church to have fresh paint. I want our church to have uh, stuff clean, all this other stuff. But is there a difference between a church being inward focused and a church being outward focused? Well, there is a difference. Uh, An inward-focused church, one of the things is, is uh, what can we do for us? An outward-focused church is what can we do for them? How can we bless other people in the community? How can we reach out to other people in the community? Because we realize that church is not about us. Let's start off with... uh, Verse 4, Acts chapter 1, verse 4. Simply tonight, what is our purpose? And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, saith he, you've heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Now, remember, what does the word baptized mean? Immersed. You can use that as a synonym. This does not refer to water baptism. It refers to being immersed and filled with the Holy Spirit as a church because you were filled with the Holy Spirit when you believed. Matter of fact, the Bible says that when you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. (laughs) And excuse me if I'm sniffing all of a sudden today. I don't know why. Allergies just fortunately it's not anything major. It just causes me to sniff. But moving on, verse six. And when they were come together they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And stop right there. That verse right there is not the purpose that he had for the church at Jerusalem. Did you know there was a first church started i think it was by jesus the church at jerusalem he started with 12 guys there were others there were 12 main guys kind of like 12 preachers the apostles and then they had other members and then in the who how many were waiting on the holy spirit in the upper room 120 the bible says waiting on the holy spirit in the upper room so the church and there was probably more members than that just like um uh, Somebody asked me one time, said, Preacher, how many of y'all running up there at Promised Land? I said, well, about 450, 500. I said, I'm running that many. I'm not catching them all, but I'm running that many. I'm running them all over the place. And uh, But we're only catching about, you know, Jeff said about 260 or whatever this morning. And, and so I'm, that's about how many I'm catching, but that's, we're running them all over the place. But the, guess what? In the same way there was the church at Jerusalem. There were probably more members than I think. And if it wasn't more members, it wasn't long till there was a bunch of more members. <laughs> and uh, that's in the next chapter. But just like any church, and they were filled. Matter of fact, they had three, if you will, movements of the Holy Spirit. The big one that empowered the church to go. And then two other ones, I think, to show that the Holy Spirit was not for the Jews only. The only time that the Holy Spirit filled a group of people and they spake with other tongues is Acts 2, Acts 10, and Acts 19. Acts 10 was the Samaritans. They said, whoa, the Holy Spirit's not for us only. It's not just for the Jews. And then when it did it again and Paul saw it in Ephesus, then they realized, hey, it's for for the Gentiles too, not just for the Jews again. And so it was two groups of people that the Holy Spirit was poured out on. And so let's move on. So they were there. Verse 6, basically saying, uh, what is our purpose? Is it to for you to have a kingdom? He said, no. Did you know the kingdom of God, Jesus, right now we have a spiritual kingdom. You're in the family of God and you belong to the king. The kingdom of God is being saved and obeying the king. Folks, if you have a king, you better obey the king. Is Jesus your king? Amen? If he's your king, you better obey the king. He gives us our marching orders. You are in the kingdom of God. Okay? It doesn't mean all believers are part of a church somewhere. Somebody may be saved and they live where there's not a church. Or what if they're saved but they belong to a church that's, excuse me, a so-called church. You can be saved and be mixed up with something that you don't really understand or something like that. And so, a family of God. Moving on. Verse 7, He said unto them, it is not for you to know the times of the seasons which the Father hath put in His own power. In other words, that's not going to happen. And you don't need to worry about that. It didn't happen till way later that even Jerusalem was destroyed. But you shall, here's what's going to happen, verse 8, But you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Now some, if you do a Bible harmony thing, uh, some have said, Well, is this the same thing as the Great Commission in Matthew 28? It's not. It's two different things. And uh, But he repeated it jesus repeated several things okay and so then of course is what we call the ascension uh, chapter 9 excuse me verse 9 and he had spoken these things he was received up in a cloud there's a couple angels there and saying (coughs) saying man the way you saw jesus go up in the clouds is the same way he's going to return back again and so me and my you know, that's what we need to work. That's why I call this series a continuing journey. The continuing journey is this, or that whenever Jesus started the first church, we're still continuing that journey. We're a church. This church was started from another church and another group of believers that came from somewhere else. And, and lo and behold, if we haven't started a church in Belize, and we've helped other churches start up in the Philippines, we've helped other churches start. We still have a missionary in the Philippines. Uh, and we've helped all these other guys that are preaching the gospel all over the world. That is our purpose. And as long as we're here, we need to practice verse 14. Verse 14 it says this. They did realize their purpose. Acts 1:14 These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brethren. Well, let's just stop there. Just just kind of a segue about one accord. There is a... I don't think it's by accident. If you go to Proverbs chapter 6, I believe it's chapter 6. Just going on memory. I didn't jot this one down. There's a list that the Bible says, These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto Him. God... Through the writer of Proverbs lists six things now think about this six things that God hates two of them is has to do with running people down and causing disharmony in a group. Running people down and causing disharmony in a group. He hates a false witness. And he hates somebody who sows discord. Now, God didn't say, I don't really care for that. (laughs) I'm just telling you what the Bible says. What is happening in this church? The church, are they holy? They're Holy Spirit filled. They're just not Holy Spirit empowered. That's my kind of description of this. Some people describe this, what's about to happen in Acts 2 a little differently. But you can use some different words they have the I think every believer even the old testament he he worked different matter of fact Trey and I were discussing this the other day because he had to write a big paper on this how the holy spirit works and it is different his the way he works in different scenes in the bible i think they had the holy spirit in them but the holy spirit power in the institution of the church was because what why tell the group to wait because It happens two things. I'm going to empower you, and I will fulfill Scripture when I do it. That happened, okay? But guess what they were. What does that last verse say, that verse right there in your Bible? It says they they continued with one accord. Folks, the greatest thing, the greatest thing. (laughs) Would y'all like for us to still be in operation when Jesus comes back? Then we're going to have to do that word up there called continue. And if I can get anything over, I'm just going to wrap this up because I know we got business meeting, okay? And if I can wrap anything up tonight, my heart, and because I know it's God's heart, is that we continue loving our community. And the purpose of me as your pastor, I hope and pray, is to get you to love Jesus more. Than you do today Is it possible I think it is It's possible for me I need to love Him more And if I can get our church to continue And it's easy to say So I don't need if, If something is causing us to be Not in one accord If something is causing us to get our eye Then we need to fall on our knees Confess our sins And call on Him not be because pride will kill a church. Pride will kill your relationship with your wife, you, your Savior, your God, and it will kill a church. Pride is what causes people to, to hush, to shut up. To, what I mean is to keep stuff in, to not get things right, to hold on to animosity or bitterness or, and it's, all it is is pride. It's selfishness. It, it, it so, when I see people getting saved, I shout glory. And I pray God help us to keep that right there, right there in front of us. Because I think that verse right there, those others are good. 1-8 is good. That's commonly called Luke's version of the Great Commission. 1-8 is good. That right there is necessary. Continue in harmony. In one accord. As we prepare for Him hymn of invitation. Uh, that's my prayer tonight. I know it's God's will that we continue in in one accord. The title of this series, I'm going to fly through the book of Acts I'm, next week. Lord willing, you know, it may hit and miss or whatever on a Sunday night, but I'm going to be in Acts 2 I'm just going to... Because Acts is a great book. Because guess what the... I always ask, God gave the young people a pop quiz the other day. I was teaching the juniors. I said, what's the title of the book of Acts? They said, Acts. I said, the whole title. The Acts of the Apostles. How are we to act? How are we to behave? How are we to do